the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Friday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Radcliffe. I'm Sam Davis. And I'm Megan Morgan. How happy are we that it's Friday? And uh, we can see how happy Megan Morgan Lavigny is. She's wearing her... Which uh, it doesn't look small like it did earlier no. in the in, in the week. Mm-hmm. That's because you put it on a stretching machine, I right? did. I stretched <laughs> it out all last night. Did you? You have one of those no. old stretching machines like in the old horror movies? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. What were those things called? Were they called uh, stretching machines? No. Uh, it's it's a, called an Iron Maiden. Yes, that's it. And Sam they would Davis. stretch them out? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think that's real? Was that just... No, that's oh, a, that's a real, real They really thing. did it, yeah. yeah. Really? That Iron was a Maiden. torturing device, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's what you did. You put it on an Iron Maiden, stretched it out, and... Uh, no, she just gave it to Miko, and Miko just stretched it for her all night long. That's the cat. Mm-hmm. No the doubt, cat. no doubt. While you were uh, drying no your shirt, you were watching uh, Lame as Rob, the uh, movie <laughs> that everyone's talking about. Lame as Rob. Did Lame you Rob. know that Have there's you seen not? Lame as Rob? <laughs> Have you seen Lame as Rob? It's no, a... sir. Have you seen Lame as Rob? Oh, Lame as Rob. Yeah. See, I thought yes. they said Lame as <laughs> Rob many times. <laughs> Yesterday we were talking about that, and she thought we said Lame as Rob. Lame is Rob. I was like, I've never seen that wow. movie. I think you may have accidentally stumbled onto a great idea. That is a great that idea. That sounds like a Monty Python remake. It sounds like a Yoda movie. Say no Imagine like how Rob epic those lame. lyrics would be. Yes. You get Weird Al to contribute <laughs> to the project. Starring Rob Schneider, Rob Lowe, Rob Reiner. <laughs> all, the Rob. Named Rob. all the Robs. They, like, uh, they Photoshop Robin Williams back yeah. in there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Yes, I like. You know, it. we should put this together. Great idea, Morgan. Yeah, Thanks can we can we you. take this off the air so no one steals this yeah, idea? I think we should. Can we get the engineers <laughs> yeah. on that? All right. How do you pull back radio? <laughs> can we get the engineers well, on that? Did I just hear you say that? <laughs> do you want this done by twenty four? Well, yeah, you got to get the order in. <laughs> well, welcome to uh, Friday. We do it, but you guys would just do it again. <laughs> Speaking of lame as Rob. Has Oakley passed the DVD that uh, you know, she I haven't chewed been, up? I haven't been looking at her dropping. So See, this I'm is how sure. it all began. Uh, the Radcliffe's dog, Oakley, chewed up Le, Le Miserable. Our Le Miserable. Le Miserable. Yes. And yeah. so, which the DVD yes. Megan Morgan thought was Lame Le Miserable. Oh. So, well, it is now lame. So every day I think we should ask the question, <laughs> Maybe has he Oakley didn't... passed Lame is Rob? Yeah, I, I don't know. Did he not like the singing? <laughs> well, she, we, we think she's not big on musicals to begin with. Oh, and she got you. Got you. Yeah, and so maybe, yeah, maybe she just thought, oh, well, they're not here. I'm going to get rid of this. Oh, man. Obviously yeah. a different breed from the dog that you recorded singing the uh, 
the commercial a couple. Is it a Yorkie? (laughs) It is not. No, she's a a mutt. So different breed. Yeah, a mutt. Mm -hmm. There you go. Well, fall is in the air. Can you smell it? Can you feel it? Uh, No, I can't. Either one. I feel. I'm a big sports guy, Rick. Yes. I feel football season coming. It's like a low pressure system. You know, it's, low pressure. It's system. like it's coming next. Is coming. that why my hip is hurting? It's coming because sports yeah. is coming. I get a lower pressure system, and I have to get up in the middle of the night. Well, okay. that's a whole other story. I'm almost sixty. I'm referring to American football okay. season, American. by the way. American oh, football, there you go. football yeah. season's already here. Uh, what are you football. most excited about this year? Anything for new? American football? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, Kansas, about, can, how, I mean, Kansas City almost minute. made it to the Super Bowl. Did so. you just ask that? Oh, <laughs> I told you. I sure yes. did. Welcome okay. to Friday and Ask Sam Davis. I love the kickers. Like, any time a kicker is on the field in a football mm-hmm. game, yes. like, my eyes are locked. Really? I will save my bathroom breaks for, you know, <laughs> the offensive drive. But when that extra point's happening, I'm I'm on the couch. Now, I'm why in. is that? I'm in. Oh, it's like the most exciting part to me. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you remember last year in the, the <laughs> playoff game, Cody Parkey hit the field goal post twice? Yes. And then the Spanish announcer yeah, and yes, everything, yes, no, yes, senor, yes, no, senor, no, senor. It's just the most epic part of the game. Can you say that again? There's such pizzazz no, no, with that. Would you no, say that? Come on, do it. No, do it. Do it no. for us. Come on. Thanks I, for having me on the show today. Right? <laughs> it's interesting. I think you're the first person I've ever met that just gets totally stoked from the kicker. Right, yeah. well, there's a lot of pressure is... on the kicker, man. I mean, he oh, is the man. But when they win the game, that's yeah. awesome. Then they're heroes. Did you aspire to be a kicker when you? Were... I was actually. You were a kicker. Yeah, a punter. A punter S- uh, specifically. Yeah. See, this is the stuff that we didn't find. Did who read his resume? Anyone I, here? Apparently, nobody. <laughs> just Adam the Beard, Samurai Man by No Socks. Just say no. Homeschooled Asher read it, and he didn't care about that football. Mm. Which, like, I think our team was bad. We won like two games all year, so that makes me. Sort of like the star of the team. The star? Because I was always out there. It's like, all right, fourth down. Sing out Sam again. What yeah. was the name of your 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 team? The Kansas? Oh, uh, I grew up in like small town Kansas. So it was just like the name of our town. Yeah. And we wore black. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't afford the other colors. It's very generic. I'm just, I'm just being Okay, we got black you. and we got black. Which one do you want? So wow. uh, you played that in what? High school? Middle school? Recreate, middle school, recreate. middle school, and and yeah, like t- early teen years. Wow, yeah. that's pretty cool. Didn't you weren't that. called the wheat pickers or uh, <laughs> anything like that. No, 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 okay. no wheat pickers. What what was your uh, mascot? The uh, high school. Yeah, the Orioles. The Orioles, the Orioles okay. like mm-hmm. the Baltimore like the Orioles. Orioles. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. How about right. that? You learn these things, don't you? Yeah, what was yeah. your high school mascot, Dan? My high school my mascot was the Eagles. What color? Purple and gold. What about you, Rick? Uh, 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 Panthers, Panthers, Panthers. What colors? <laughs> black. Black? Ooh, yeah. the Black Panthers. Wow. Yeah. Morgan, yeah, what, what about you? Morgan, well, she was homeschooled. It was, So my freshman year, <laughs> <laughs> we were the, I was, we were the Cougars, but then I went wow. to Dominion and we were the Knights. Oh. And we were Columbia Blue and Navy. The Knights is pretty awesome, yeah. guys. Columbia Blue, specifically. And Navy. And Navy, because we had two blues. So Columbia Blue oh, and Navy. Oh, two different blues. Okay. Now, Adam the Beard, Samurai Man by No Socks, just say no. Homeschooled Asher. Was homeschooled. Because he was homeschooled, they called themselves the Scrapbooks. The what? The Scrapbooks. Uh, because the scrapbooks. they got into scrapbooks. <laughs> the mascots. Come on, Scrappy let's the go. book. Come Here on, everybody. Scrappy. That's the KSU mascot. Scrappy the Scrapbook. Into the living room. Let's go. <laughs>
<laughs> Give me an S. Give me a C. Speaking of which, we'll do Friday Night Lights here pretty soon, right? Where Christian schools will oh, yeah. come in. Not yeah. homeschooled. Can I ask schools. them questions? Sure. I would love for you to come in and I, do that, actually. I yeah. used to ask professional athletes questions professionally. Really? Well, these are high schoolers. So, so I think I'm qualified to ask a high be- schooler like, Hey man, I heard your girlfriend's coming to the game later. Yeah. You know, is that going to affect the way you play? You know, uh, questions like that. I love how uh, he gets inside the head, right? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have thought about asking about the girlfriend. I I'm just thinking, how do you get pumped for the game? But he's, he's what's in your their, pregame meal? You're in their psyche. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're just right there in their psyche. Mm. Oh, they're going to war, man, and it's <laughs> happening. Friday night uh, football. You make hey, it sound if, so epic. If, it uh, is. If you're uh, playing on a homeschool team this year, call Shamsa. We'll set you up with an interview, 404-995-7300. They do have those. They That's do. a real thing. They do, a homeschool yeah. team. Yeah. Homeschool like teams, the scrapbookers? What else no, would they, they be called? No, they have the Cougars. Uh, the Cougars? They were homeschool? <laughs> yes, we were a homeschool co-op. Oh, like, the Cougars was something like, completely different. Than like no, that. Cornerstone. The Cornerstone Cougars. We were green. Green mm-hmm. and black. Oh, Cornerstone. Okay. But but they do have homeschool association leagues. So like you can compete in a homeschool oh, okay. league. So it's not one family no, playing against another family. No, it's a... It's a <laughs> this actually seems effort. like a great way to get the best like youth team because yeah. you can kind of like recruit yeah. the best athletes to your homeschool. Very true. And then it's like, guess then what? Then it's not illegal like so it is in public Tim, school. Tim Tebow was homeschooled and he... No, you're kidding me. Hmm. <laughs> I never would have guessed that. <laughs> Anyways. Did you see the look she just gave? I he did. was able to play for his high school the yeah. public high school team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And well, then he was a Florida Gator. Mm, mm. And then a Denver Bronco. Yeah. Briefly. Yeah. And then he didn't have a job. <laughs> and then a baseball, <laughs> then a baseball player. Same. Then my he point, was a TV star. <laughs> my and now point he's is left fielder for the Mets. Yeah. Homeschoolers can play sports. All right. Yes. So the, yes. fall, the fall is football <laughs> for those that are homeschooled and those that are not. <laughs> professional football and kickers. Uh, but also uh, for pumpkin spice. Uh, it's uh, the rage in America. Is it that time of year again? It is that time of year. Listen to this. There's a poll out. Yes, one in three parents would name their child pumpkin spice if they could get it year-round. Name their child pumpkin spice? Yes. If they could Sounds it. like one of those I grew back in the... Uh, the Spice Girls. The Spice Girls. Yeah. Was that pumpkin spice? I don't. I, never wasn't a pumpkin pumpkin spice. Spice. I wouldn't name my dog pumpkin spice. Really? How about your cat? Nope. No? Mm-mm. Ferret? No, we saw that ferret the we other day, dude. Yeah. Dan and I saw this guy walking his ferret he on, told me on Peachtree. Who yeah. knew that you could walk a ferret? I thought it was a cat. Yeah, no, it was a ferret. If you're into pumpkin spice, uh, you're like most Americans, or at least, uh, what, would that be, a third of Americans? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Uh, some would rather give up uh, their alcohol than give up their pumpkin spice, their cell phone, their chocolate. Their wife? Chocolate. Oh, wait, mm. not their wife. I, I just made that, that up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you had me a chocolate. That, that's the one that you really surprised me. You had me a chocolate? <laughs> so how about a little pumpkin spice and you can watch uh, Lamest Rob tonight, you and Kathy. Okay. <laughs> that would be very nice. And talk about the Cougars, the homeschool football team. All right, let's do this. Uh, let's. Uh, I know I saw her uh, walk down the hall, and that is Gail Hale. She is. Oh, are we through with? Yes. I feel good about about my performance today. What would you give it? A B plus? Well, after the Iron Maiden, like after I pulled that out of thin air, you did. I mean. 
I mean, that was he was winning the game right from the start. So. Wow. Okay. So yeah, good game to get. Um, good game. Next Friday. Hey, good game, man. Would you? What do we do? We give same like, time. Oh, no, same you got to smack. What him do on homeschoolers the, do? You got to smack them on the rear end. That's no, the good game. That's okay. I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. From the Phoenix. We're gonna take care of that for us, would you? <laughs> time to hit the showers. From the uh, Phoenix Roaster Studio no. in Buckhead, uh, we'll be right back with Gail Hale, author, local author. She's got some good stuff. I'm Rick Probst, and I'm Dan Rackliff. I'm Sam Davis, and I'm Megan. We'll be back, Steve. Live from the Phoenix Roaster Studio, it's Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Live. Oh, okay, that's it. That is the short one. Thank you very much. Welcome to Friday, Friday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. I'm Dan Radcliffe. All right. Yes, it is a Friday, and we are in the Phoenix Roaster Studio here in Buckhead, and Gail Hale and her husband are here in the studio. She brought a library with her. She's busy shuffling the books here. (laughs) Yeah. Because you know that break in between the first and second segment is like, what, two seconds? And no matter how many times (laughs) I ask, can we make that break a little bit longer? We're obviously not asking the the right person. person. Exactly. We have lunch with the beard today. Adam the beard, samurai man by no socks. Just say no. Oh, Homeschooled okay. Asher. Yes. Okay. So we'll ask him for right, a longer break. Okay. But you made it. How are you? I did make it, and I am great. Thank you so much, Rick and Dan. And what I did was, I brought each one of you, or both of you, I should say, a copy of my book. Oh, look at that. Okay. Do we have to have these read by the end of the show? Is there going to be a test over at the end? There is a test at the end. Absolutely. Nice yes. artwork. Wow. Though. Okay. That's cool. I know. Don't you love that? Yeah. Wow. It's, it's it's almost like is a that fantasy a local, kind. A local artist, or did you well, do that yourself? Oh, no, I wish no. I could. No, God has only given you me the hold gift that of up? writing, not of artist. <laughs> yeah. Tree. Um, actually, these two books. Go ahead. All right, go let, ahead. Let, go let ahead. me just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Let me go over And Dan's holding them up for those oh, okay. that are watching uh, face, yes, of course. Facebook Live. Okay. Well, what I wanted to do was sort of give you a little background of, of how I came to write. I've been teaching the Bible for over 35 years. God gifted me as a teacher, and it's been a real blessing. So people in my Bible studies would say, Gail, you've got to publish the books. And I yeah. thought, uh, me, write a book? I don't think so, even though my first book— was written at age five, called The Land of the Leprechauns. Oh, and I, wow. I did illustrate oh, wow. that one, but of course... No you still one, have that one? I wish I did. It was on a spiral bond That notebook. would be awesome. I know. Wouldn't it be great? And then I moved into poetry, and then I started teaching Bible studies. So it was um, August 2015. I just had this desire to write a book. So On the Way to Heaven, A Christian's Individual Roadmap was a book that I started writing. I wrote one chapter, and I put it down. I I don't know if it was writer's block or just it wasn't God's timing (laughs) yet. And then the following February in 2016, I picked it up again, and I wrote the rest of it through December. And then I got it published. This was a compilation of really my 35 years of teaching, and it's on Christian growth. Mm -hmm. It takes these two women that are portrayed on the front here um, at different growth stages, and I weave them through the book. And then I um, actually take the Apostle Paul from the Bible and give his uh, growth from salvation to, you know, when he was going to be offered, um, beheaded. Hmm. But this is not a light read. And actually, my husband started reading it in 2017, and he's a little more than halfway through it. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Seeming like I do, you fall asleep as soon as you start reading. I really applaud him. Or, you know, taking the effort. Because it's really written for women, although anybody can read it. He's yeah. a reader like I am. Yeah. I'll yeah. start off, and then I sometimes I have to go back and have to read it again, mm-hmm. have to read it again just to kind of soak it in. So it's good to have you. We're going to get to uh, your latest book, which is called What? Spiritual Battle Put on Your Armor. 
and it's published by Zulon Press, which I think is a Salem it is a company, is. isn't it? it? Is. So, but, but there can, you go, guys. Yeah. But could I just back up and do my second one first? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We'll yeah. Talk about because, it. see, it's it's really a progression of yeah. how well, I Well, let's did talk these. about you first, and then we'll oh, get okay. into the books. Because we Absolutely. like to find out about the, oh, okay. the author or yeah. the artist sure. or whatever. Sure. So you've been teaching for 35 years. Yes, did I have. You, did you, at what point did you realize, hey, wait a minute, I've got a gift. I know how to communicate. I mean. Well, when I became a believer, I, well, I don't want to go into my whole testimony, but I actually was an agnostic, and God saved me. And I relate to the Apostle Paul because, you know, he was on the road to Damascus rounding up all these Christians to Uh be, you know, killed. I never killed anybody, but I did. (laughs) Well, that's good. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that great? I did verbally abuse, you know, people when we talked about being a Christian. Yeah. So when I came to know him, I mean, it was like night and day, uh, you know, the 180 degree turn. And so I just got immersed in the Word. And in order to be a teacher, the Word of Christ has to dwell in you richly. So I studied and I studied, and I started with children. You know, the VBS and the backyard Bible uh, groups and everything. Felt boards and everything like that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. did. Actually, we had to Mm -hmm. make our own, as a matter of fact. (laughs) And then I went into women one-on-one. They'd call up and they'd say, yeah, well, I got a question. Can you answer it? And I said, sure. Three hours later, we'd still be talking, but... You know, when I get to talking about the Lord and his word, you know, it's hard to shut me up. And mm. my husband actually had to rein me in with the hook, you know, when I get talking. <laughs> well, the shepherds are. <laughs> exactly. That's what yeah. it was like because I would just talk all day. And I could probably just take your show over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Gail Hale Show. <laughs> well, Dan and I will go to lunch and you go ahead. And, uh, what was your husband's name? His- oh, his name is Melvin, but, Mel- he, but he calls himself Mel. Okay. Yeah. All right. Welcome. Welcome, Mel. It was just a quick transition from from the green room to here. We didn't get to properly meet Mel. That's fine. We we are adaptable here, and God directs (laughs) our steps. Gail Hale telling her her story. We want to get into her books here in in a second. It's fascinating that you were an agnostic. Mm -hmm. Was it uh, just something you read that the Spirit of God just opened your eyes? Did somebody say something? What, what, What was the one thing, without getting into the whole story, what was it that opened your eyes? Well, I actually was at a Bible study um, with a, a neighbor, and it was on the book of Revelation. She told me later, I, thought, I didn't want to take an unbeliever to Revelation, <laughs> but God knew what I needed. Yeah. And I just sat there mesmerized. It was chapter 13, The Mark of the Beast, and the teacher was talking about, you know, where the worm dies not and everything, and I'm mm. just like, you know, sitting there. And, you know, God was chipping away at my heart. I right. could look mm-hmm. back and see. Mm-hmm. And so that night when Melvin went to his uh, class, he was taking classes at night, I put my daughter to bed, and I'm sitting there, and everything just converged on me, all the truth. And, you know, I've always been a student and an intellectual and love to study. And so I just um, was transformed, and I Mm. knew that I was a sinner and, you know, that Jesus was my Savior. And I was going to follow him, and I did, and it was so exciting from there on. And the next day I got up and I said, God made the trees. God made the clouds, you know, where before I thought it had all evolved. Right, right. Mm-hmm. right so right. the Lord, I always say, if the Lord could save me, he can save anybody. And so this is really the crux of why I am writing books, to reach out to people so that they are going to see the truth. And if they're not Christians, maybe come to know the Lord. And if they are, that they will grow in Christ and, um, you know, just bear fruit and be witnesses for those they come in contact with. Awesome. Now, were you a teacher outside? I mean, Well, I actually am, by profession, I'm a doctor of physical therapy. Oh, okay. And so I did teach in my profession. I would go to seminars and teach. 
Uh, I would teach in classes and everything, so I did have that teaching background. And then so you the, just love teaching, even outside <clears throat> oh, the I Bible. Do. You yeah, love yeah. to teach, yeah. And research as well. As a matter of fact, I just went back 16 years ago after my five, cho- five children grew up and um, got my doctorate. Wow, mm. you guys wow. had five children? We do, five No daughters. wonder Mel's <laughs> sitting down. <laughs> 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 and we have um, two wonderful sons-in-law and our youngest daughter's getting married in December. Oh. And then, any grandchildren? Did I, did no, I hear any no, they're, n- they're not into that yet, but you know, <laughs> that's, I'm not one of those mothers that, you know, all right, when you're going to have a child, yeah. and, you know, I just back up and just wait and see what's yeah. happening. Wow. But, you know, we have grand dogs and grand cats, so several of those. Now, that, before you became a Christian and you were teaching just in the professional setting, did you ever think that you would be used as a teacher of the Bible? Oh no! <laughs> I mean, if somebody Why would had, I think that? If somebody yeah. had told you that, would you? Oh, what would oh you have I said? would have. I would have said, you, "You're crazy." Yeah. You know, why would I teach that book of myths and fairy tales? Yeah. Wow. I I really believe that. Yeah. Even though when I was young, I, we did go to church, but I don't remember hearing the gospel. Of course, with my heart and heart, maybe it was preached, and I just right. didn't yeah, hear yeah. it. Right. But and then I got to college, and well, I had this teacher, a physics teacher in high school, and the Big Bang had come out, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Sounds great. And so with my intellectual mind, I just, you know, fell for that hook, line, and sinker. Sure. Right, and then right. going to college and all the liberal speakers right, that would come, right. and I just went along that route, you know. Hmm. But then the Lord brought Melvin into my life, and so, you know, he used him. So That is you know, that is so I, – I can't yeah. imagine what the people around you that knew you before, <laughs> and then the change happened. Yeah. It was like they're probably going, what happened? Is this the same Gail Hale? <laughs> <laughs> this must be a different Gail Hale. <laughs> well, my brother Steve uh, from uh, Bonita Springs, Florida is listening, and he would be the one to answer that because yeah. he's the only one really living that has known me my whole life. Wow. So. And I did ask him that. Last time we went, I went from my birthday trip in uh, June. I have to. We grew up in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, so yeah. on the ocean. So I've got to have my beach fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said to him, I said, "Have you seen a difference in my life?" And he said, "Yeah, I have." Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. Let's do this. We got to take a hard break. Then we're going to get right into your books. Okay, right after this hard break, Gail Hale with us, a local author. We'll talk more with her from the Phoenix Roaster Studio here in Buckhead. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst, and I'm Dan Ratcliffe. We'll be right back. Stay there. Welcome to Friday on Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out, it is the Friday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackliff. Happy Friday. Great Friday author Gail Hale and her husband Mel here in the studio. We're that's get... Dr. Gail Dr. Hale to you. G- that's right, I did see. Yeah. Usually I give honorary doctorates to people. Who aren't doctors. That aren't doctors right. on the show. You're a legitimate doctor, so Dr. Gail Hale yeah. in the studio. All right. And Dr. Mel Hale over there on the, on the side, too. And Dr. Rick He's Probst, an honorary doctor. Doctor, uh, doctor. doctor. What's doctor. your name again? Randy Ratcliffe. Uh, we're sitting pretty in the Phoenix Roaster studio uh, here in Buckhead. And uh, Phoenix Roasters, a proud sponsor, and they've got some really great deals coming up. We kick off Monday on yes, some. Yes, we so do. If you some enter, good deals. You enter a special code, you get the shares in the company. What is it? No, <laughs> uh, no, no not just, quite that, but okay. just great deals on All coffee. Right. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. going to be good. So uh, we'll do that uh, next week and have some great guests. Meanwhile, in 1979, you probably know the story, Chuck Swindoll and Insight for Living kicked off. Uh, they've been doing this for, what, 40 years yeah. of great ministry. Uh, the donations this year, for some reason, have been down, and they're asking for your help 
You can call 800-772-8888 or go online to insight.org slash donate. We want to give generously because it's a non-for-profit. They have to pay for airtime. And if the donations don't come in, there'll be no more Insight for Living on the radio. Yeah, so, yeah. And uh, he's a great teacher. Yeah, so. he really, really is. He's uh, uh, To me, he's like the best on the, on the station. 800-772-8888 or insight.org uh, slash donate. Mm-hmm. All right. Gail Hale, Dr. Gail Hale. He, th- th- you can't say that real fast. You got to say it real slow. Dr. Gail Hale. Dr. Gail <laughs> Hale. Yeah. All right, uh, Doc, let's do this. Let's talk about, uh, now we had opened up with your first book. Let's go ahead and get through what you want to get through so we can talk about the brand new book. Okay. So um, after I wrote On the Way to Heaven, A Christian's Individual Roadmap, I thought, that's it. This is my magnus opus. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. But that was not God's plan. So I started writing um, the Spiritual Awakening Bible Study Series. And when you think of series, that indicates like more than one. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Sure. Usually, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wrote that, and that got published in 2018. And it, it differs. The first book actually is a reading book, but it has questions and answers at the end. The second book is an actual Bible study. And that came about, I went to a K. Arthur Bible study on Romans shortly after I came to know the Lord. And so I became immersed in his word through that study, and that renewed my mind out of all the garbage that I had in it, so I'd be able to teach his word. So what at the study, there was one lesson on so- God's sovereignty and the deity of Jesus Christ. So she took the scriptures, starting in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and 25 scriptures all the way to the end, and Revelation 1, um, 8, I believe it was. And what you did was you went to John 1, 1, and you wrote deity and underlined it, and then you wrote the next one, which was uh, Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And you went through the whole Bible like that. You know, you've heard of the Roman road where, yeah. you know, for salvation, mm-hmm. I call right. this a deity road. Yeah. So um, I made a Bible study, a six-week Bible study out of that. And when it came to publishing the book, I wanted to be sure I wasn't infringing on anything, you know, with, with Kay. Mm-hmm. So I wrote to Precept Ministries and I explained it. And said, oh, that's fine. So I actually dedicated the book to KR. Oh, that's oh awesome. cool. And I sent her um, a copy of it when, uh, I, uh, when it was published. And she sent me, a month later, she sent me this card and she said, oh, you know, that she was so sorry she took so long to get back to me. I'm thinking, Kay Arthur, this wonderful teacher, <laughs> yeah. you know, is apologizing for not getting back to me really? a month. And I thought, that was really humbling. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, yeah, yeah. this well, you know, renowned woman is apologizing to me. So that, that was really precious. And she encouraged me and said, you know, I hope that people really come to know the Lord through your book. Hmm. So that was a different format, like a Monday through Friday, um, Monday through Thursday, it's looking up scriptures. It's an, it's getting people to get in the word themselves mm-hmm. and not just listen to other people. Although there's a time for that, sure, you know, the sure. sermons, the Bible studies, but you've got to study yourself. And then on Friday, um, I have what's called an author commentary, which is what I taught when I taught the Bible study. But I had to put it in the book, and that was the hardest part to come up with that author commentary because I had to take everything that I was doing with the teaching and and consolidate it into like one day. So um, you can do it as an individual study, or you can do it in a group. And then, um, again, I thought, well, where am I going to go from here? And I thought, I said series, so I've got to, you know, get another one. <laughs> Little pressure. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so on my computer, I have several Bible studies. And I looked through, and I said, Lord, what would be good? 
well, um, spiritual warfare has just really become so prevalent now. Mm. I mean, it's always been there from the garden, but as time has gone by, especially in our country, where the Word of God used to be revered and people might not have been a Christian, but they would respect the yeah. Word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like me, how I was, you know, well, God's Word is a bunch of fairy tales or whatever. I mean, that's, that can be a general consensus. Why, why, why do we need this Bible? Not only that, but if they don't believe in Jesus, they certainly don't believe that he's God. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to write this, um, you know, I'm sorry, I'm and back in this book here. It's all right, it's all right. <laughs> okay, I wanted to show that, um, you know, the, the spiritual warfare that we're going through, um, that we are overcomers in Christ. So um, this is based on Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, which is, um, and it talks about the whole armor of God. Mm-hmm. But it starts out by saying it's not a battle of flesh and blood, but principalities mm-hmm. and powers. Mm-hmm. So it's not people against people. It's really who are you serving? If you're serving the Lord Jesus Christ or if you're not a Christian, then you're really in bondage to Satan and basically mm-hmm. serving him. So people need to be aware of the armor that they have and, and the power that they have in Christ, you know. And so when I started talking about that, everyone's like, wow, spiritual warfare. And I was in a Bible study group, and they said, would you teach that in our Bible study? And I hadn't even written the book, you know, finished the book. <laughs> and I said, absolutely. And guess what? I started teaching in that group last Sunday night. Wow. This book. How cool. And it's really neat because as I described the format before, having the book is one thing, but teaching from it's another. So I'm really having to decide. I think I, I want to make it more interactive. You know, where the, the ladies are going to be reading this, they're going to be reading the author commentary, so that we're going to discuss, and it's going to be really great. You know? mm. and, and really, when you're teaching a Bible study, it's, I think the teacher learns more than the student. Yes, definitely. And so the feedback you get, and just everybody talking, everybody in the group that's in the body of Christ, and everybody learns, and it's so exciting. But um, yeah, so I did that. And... But I, when I finished with that, I thought I was done with that, too. Yeah, okay. And just to move ahead a little bit before I go into more things about the book, um, I, I referred to my vacation in June, right? It's mm-hmm. my birthday every year. I go see my brother. And I'm in the water, my favorite place, and I'm just thinking and praying. And it was like the Lord put on my heart. And, you know, he didn't speak to me audibly. You all mm-hmm. know that. But mm-hmm. how he just gives you that desire, you're going to write another book. And it's going to be on prayer. And it's going to be more personal. You know, these are really Bible studies. Right, right, right. right. And, and I never put myself much into it. I did the first book, but not really. But God is going to have me share more. And I, what I want to do is to throw this out right now to everybody. On my, I'm going to have an appendix at the end of the book. And I want people to submit um, their answered prayers to me. And I want to put those in the book to help other people. Because, you hmm. know, when you read something, you go, oh, you I'm going through that, and that helps me. And any and a lot of books that people read really resonate with them, and it helps them. So I figured if we had several um, different areas of answered prayer, and it would be anonymous, mm-hmm. um, that that might really help minister in a book talking about prayer. So can I give a plug for my website yes, right now? Yes, please do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's Gail Irwin Hale. That's one word, G-A-I-L-E-R-W-I-N. H-A-L-E dot com. And you can actually go there and order the books right from the website. You can read about all my books. And then there's a section called Contact where you can email me. Mm -hmm. And if you are interested in being in that next book, in that appendix, um, and as I said, it's going to be anonymous, 
please, you know, just go ahead and send me your information. Plus, I love feedback. Yeah. So if you just want to tell me what you think of the website or whatever. So, mm. okay, so that's the timeline for where I am and where I'm going next. And um, so did you want to talk yeah, about let me, this? Let me this do this. Here? We're talking with Gail Hale, and uh, she's talking about her books. And the new one is uh, coming out when she's finished writing it. You can be a part of it. It's, is it just going to be called Prayer, you think? No, or? it's called Praying from the Heart, the Fruit to Change Your Life. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. I always get the title first, and then I write the book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And give your website again, and then people can send their stuff to you anonymously, okay. and you'll post that in the back of, their, okay. in the back of your book. Uh, Gail Irwin Hale. G-A-I-L-E-R-W-I-N-H-A-L-E dot com. Awesome. All right, let's do this. Let's go ahead and take a break. We're getting uh, close to uh, the commercial break here, and as soon as we get out of it, we'll get right into this uh, latest book. Dr. Gail Hale here, and uh, we'll be back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Live from the Phoenix Roaster Studio, it's Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Live, the choice of discriminating listeners throughout greater Atlanta. And also those who tuned in by mistake. Oh, yeah, Friday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. The weekend is here. Yes, it is. And we are right here at the Phoenix Roaster Studio with uh, Dr. Gail Hale and Mel Hale. They're celebrating their 45th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Tomorrow, you can send them uh, cards, money, uh, automobiles. Boats, motorcycles. We'll give you the address motorcycles. and details. No, I'm sorry. Send me the motorcycles. Oh, okay. You can send them the rest. There's a little joke. My wife and I have been married 36 years. And Congratulations. She's, thank you. She gave me uh, a card on our 36th wedding anniversary, and it said, I've loved the last 35 years. So there's a year there. <laughs> so you're missing. It's missing. That's Somewhere. why I ask you, are you sure it's 45? Someone wasn't happy for a year. I'm not sure what was what the deal was there. Because you wanted the motorcycle. That's, that, why. that's what it is. We'll talk to uh, Dr. Gale here in just a few about a brand new book. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, today. Today is the day that the movie Overcomer comes out, the new Kendrick Brothers movie. And uh, like I said, we saw it a couple months ago when it uh, when we had kind of a sneak preview, uh, and we got to see it with Cameron Arnett, who's who stars in the movie, along with Priscilla Shire and the Kendrick Brothers, and it's a really great movie. Just like if, if you've seen the Kendrick Brothers movies, you know they do a great job, and it's it's very professional. Uh, and so it comes out tonight. You can uh, find uh, on OvercomerMovie.com. Uh, they'll have a listing of all the local theaters that it's going to be in. Take your church group, take your Bible study group, take your family, whoever, uh, and go see it. You can take the kids, too, because it's rated PG. and uh, PG or PG-13? PG, I think. PG, yeah. So uh, so take them and go see it. OvercomerMovie.com. Yeah, great, uh, great movie. Dan and I have seen it. And also don't forget about the Pastor's Appreciation event coming up October the 8th with keynote speaker Dr. Brian Chappell. Go to FaithTalkAtlanta.com. Equipped for the spiritual battle, put on your armor, Gail Irwin Hale, the good doctor, got together and wrote this book. And that's where we are now. She's working on a book now. She's going to take a couple of years to put it together. And as she mentioned last segment, you can be a part of it, and we'll give you details soon. All right, let's talk about this one. What about uh, spiritual warfare? Why this one? Why spiritual warfare? Well, because it's something that happens to us as Christians. We're under attack all the time. And... I really um, break up these scriptures in uh, Ephesians 10. I'm sorry, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Mm-hmm. And I add other ones too. And one of the things I do is talk about our enemy in there, Satan. Mm-hmm. 
you know, through the years, especially I remember cartoons when I was little. Satan was like, you know, a little red devil with the horns. He popped up on your shoulder. Yeah, (laughs) and and the pitchfork and everything and the tail. Mm -hmm. And that's what he'd love us to believe he is. Right. Laugh at him. Or he doesn't exist. And I I thought that before I was a Christian. Sure. Sure. But the truth is he really does. But the real truth is that God is sovereign because God created Satan. He was Mm -hmm. a beautiful angel that he created. And when we look at the hierarchy, God is in the top, and we have Satan and people and everybody else. So Satan and God are not equal, and a lot of people think they are, and and they're not. So if we can get over that mindset and get that truth. But I did develop in that Bible study from Satan's birth as Lucifer the angel to the death in Revelation uh, 2010, where he gets chunked into the lake of fire. and you know, I like that. Chunked yeah. in. <laughs> Not just thrown in. Chunked in. <laughs> with, with uh, you know, the false prophet right. and everything. Yeah. So um, that that's really a part that I wanted to be sure that I got in there. But, um, you know, when we're studying about the enemy, we need to think about the FBI. The FBI, when they train their agents to, you know, recognize counterfeit money, they don't Mm -hmm. go around studying the counterfeit money. They study the real thing Mm -hmm. so that when they see the counterfeit money, they recognize. Right. So we study, we, you know, there are people that are led to write books about Satan. I understand that. But we want to study God's truth so that when we see the lies, we see the false teachers, false prophets, we recognize them Mm -hmm. because we're so steeped in God's word that it doesn't, you know, um, makes sense. Click, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like no, something's not right there. But if you don't know the word, then you're going to be deceived. Right. And Paul, who tells us in Second Timothy, um, chapter three. Second Timothy was the last book that he wrote before he was you know beheaded. Mm-hmm. So I I love that because that's really we want to listen to what he's saying because those are his most important points. He talks about in the last days perilous times shall come. Mm-hmm. Then he has a whole list about. You know, being disobedient to your parents, being uncontrollable, without natural affection. We're mm. seeing that now. Mm. In the world. Right. Yeah. Right. And then having a form of godliness, but denying the power. We mm-hmm. have a lot of people who uh, look like Christians, but, um, you know, they're not walking in the Spirit. Right. They don't have the indwelling Holy Spirit. Right. So we have to recognize these people because. Um, we can be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. And as we grow, and that's my first book, you know, the growth stages of a Christian, uh, as we grow through that, then we're more discerning and we're recognizing the lies and everything like that. So I really wanted to make that very apparent. So I did go over the different pieces of the armor, and I love the way, um, I didn't say this yet, but Melvin's cousin, Earlene Tracy, I want to give her a plug. She's a beautiful artist, and she painted two paintings for the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and equipped for the spiritual battle. And I just told her what I wanted, and she just came up with exactly. Hmm. If I could draw, that's how I draw it. But I asked her, and you can hold this up, right? Yeah. yeah. I asked her to just you know, have all the pieces of armor. I said, go and look in Roman armor you know, in the period and then I wanted to be sure that the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, was highlighted. And then I said, I want something evil in there. And I think she did a great job getting those evil eyes. Yeah, and look they, at those they are evil looking. Aren't they yeah. evil? Yeah. yeah. So um, I wanted to kind of go over the different pieces of armor, if that's okay, quickly. All right. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do that. All right. So we have the belt of truth, which is where, you know, you have a dagger or whatever in there. Mm-hmm. And we have the breastplate of righteousness. 
And um, let me back up. I always like to back up sometimes because I think my mind goes so fast. <laughs> okay, there, God has an order in his word. There's a reason why things are in a certain order. So he puts truth first because without truth, you know, you have nothing really. Mm-hmm. So we have to have the truth and walk in the truth. Okay, then the breastplate of righteousness, and it covers your heart, your lungs, your vital organs. And as a physical therapist, you know, I bring medical terminology and everything into that all the time. But, um, you know, if you had a sword coming at you and you have a nice, you know, uh, firm armor there, it's not going to penetrate your heart. Right. You know? So if, you ha- if your heart is towards the Lord— then the evil and the deception and everything is not going to get in so quickly. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, the shield of faith. Paul says, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. All right, the shield of faith, uh, if you look at the the cover again, the uh, shield that the Roman soldier had was not this little round thing we see in the movies. It was the size of a door. It It covered your head to your feet. So the arrows could not, you know, penetrate if you're holding it up. Mm-hmm. All right. Our shield of faith, if we're walking by faith and not by sight, and we have that shield up, Satan's lies are not going to penetrate our brain because we're going to be walking in truth, you know. But a lot of times, you know, when you're tired or mm-hmm. you're going through trials, it's like you're putting the shield down and you have to remember these things. So going over these um, uh, pieces of armor, reading about them all the time, you know, helps you to remember where you are. Right, right. Okay, so then we have the helmet of salvation. Of course, you have to be saved to be, you know, a Christian, so that's pretty obvious. And then the sword of the Spirit. The sword is the first offensive weapon that's in this list. All mm-hmm. the others, you know, are, are defensive. So when you have a sword, you're, you're aggressively, you know, defending yourself. Well, the Word of God is our sword of the Spirit. And this is what we want to know. We want to be in here. Like I said, after I came to know the Lord, he put me in the book of Romans in a Bible study to renew my mind. Mm -hmm. And that was so precious and everything. Mm. And so I couldn't study enough. Back in Kay Arthur's Bible study, she said, spend an hour a day in the Word. Well, I was 20 hours a day almost. (laughs) And I had to remember that I had a husband and a three-month-old baby. (laughs) So anyway, so that's really important. And then the next one talks about prayer. A lot of people don't include that as part of the armor, but prayer Mm -hmm. is so important as a Christian. We have to pray, and we have to, um, you know, seek the Lord, pray for each other in the body of Christ. And I think that was like the segue into my next book on prayer, because the last chapter deals with prayer in that book, and it just made sense to go and write a whole book about it. Because prayer today, you know, as I said, or as I'm going to say in my book, um, on Wednesday nights, we used to go to prayer meetings, and people would just, you know, bear their hearts and souls, and we just don't have that anymore. People mm-hmm. are not praying, and God has called me, actually, to be an intercessor. I pray for people every day, and people call me because they know I pray, and they'll say, would you pray for this or mm. that or whatever? But it's so important for us to pray. Yes, know? it is. And God does answer prayer. You know? mm. Dr. Gail Hale talking uh, about spiritual warfare and a nice segue into prayer. That's uh, going to be her book, and you can be a part of it. Again, let's uh, give your stuff like your Facebook, your Instagram. I mean, you're hip. you got Instagram and everything. Yeah. So uh, let's Website go Website and everything. And uh, <laughs> you can be a part of uh, the next book. So go ahead. Well, that's thanks to my daughter, Susan. She helped set me up on all these things. So right. thank you again, Susan. All right, website, gailerwinhale.com, G-A-I-L-E-R-W-I-N-H-A-L-E.com. 
email Gail Irwin Hale at gmail.com and Instagram Gail Irwin Hale. Makes right. it easy. There you go. Thank you so much. We're out of time. Mel, Gail, we got to have you back sometime. And uh, hey, don't forget, tomorrow's their anniversary, so call them up. Uh, <laughs> call Shemso. She'll give you their number. <laughs> hey, have a great weekend, everybody, from the Phoenix Roaster Studio here in Buckhead. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. We'll see you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.